Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is Jamie Malm. I am your host for another episode of the Advisor Arena Podcast, and I've got my co-host on, Josh Watson. How are you, Josh? I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, Looking forward to another episode. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. So I don't know if this came as a surprise to you if I just missed this, but apparently we have a new resource I didn't even know had already been released, which is the quarterly marketing report that Brian Lucius sends out. The first one was done Q3 of last year, and then the Q4 report just came out a week ago. So my news to me. Yes. Yes. So I've seen it a couple of different times. It's actually really cool. Uh, he does a great job of just breaking down uh, how much money we've put back into our advisors businesses, what they're using that money on the different marketing programs. Uh, so it's really helpful and actually gives people a really good idea as to what their peers are doing as far as, far as the marketing goes. Which is always something that everybody wants to know. We always get asked, well, what are others doing and what's working and what's not working? I mean, that is a continual topic of discussion. So to have a quarterly report that summarizes, hey, here are the biggest trends. Here's what others are doing. Here's what they're adapting. The Q4 report kind of came as a surprise to me, actually, because the number one marketing resources that was named as the most efficient that had been used most effectively by all of our producers was webinars. Were you surprised? I was a little bit surprised by that, but at the same time, if you think about what we just came through with not being able to do seminars and uh, you think of all the movement in the market, that was how you had to communicate with people. So it does make sense, but it is kind of shocking at the same time. Well, I so, was surprised because, this. oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say kudos to our guys for adapting and taking to a new technology and putting it to use. Yeah, that was definitely a just a left hand turn in the road for many people because we hadn't been doing any of it. And I was surprised because it was initially when we rolled it out, you know, we worked through vendors and it was positioned as like a seminar replacement And the numbers looked really good. The registrations looked really good. And as we went on, I think everybody got pretty discouraged because despite the high number of registrants, people just weren't showing up. And I know in talking to many of our advisors, the frustration level was just getting so high with continually trying to market for those webinars and spend the money like a seminar replacement just to, you know, have one or two people show up. It was just they were getting so frustrated But I think the key is with it continuing to be the number one, you know, most effective and efficient marketing trend in 2020, it's because of the people that adapted it and did it differently than the way that we originally started to make it so effective. So we thought we would take a minute and kind of break that down for everybody. So if you are listening to this thinking, what in the world? Webinars definitely didn't work for me. Then this is the episode for you because we're going to share how they did work for others. Exactly. Yeah. I think we learned a lot and 
uh, we definitely adapted as we went along with the webinars and got better at it. So this will be a good episode for people who are wondering how did, how did they do it and why was it effective for them and not me? Yep, exactly. So number one, we, I just touched on this, but the way it was originally initiated by I think most advisors was to use it as a replacement for seminars. And we quickly realized that it's not, that's not quite right. You know, you can't say a webinar is a replacement for a seminar, but it is a great lead generator. And if you shift your mindset into what it is, they aren't seminar attendees. It's not the same as getting face to face with people and having an opportunity to talk and let them connect with you face to face. It was just too easy to, you know, scroll through Facebook, go, oh yeah, I'll attend that, click on it, and then something comes up. But it does work well if you change your mindset and say, but those are leads. Those are people that put their contact info in. They took time to say, this is a topic that I have interest in. And I think it's necessary if you're listening to this and thinking, yeah, 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 I did that. Be honest with yourself and take a hard look at how you actually followed up with those people because working it like a lead program is a lot different than working it like a seminar follow-up. 100% agree with you on that. It's uh, um, You've got to be structured. You've got to follow up. You've got to consistently follow up. You've got to follow up with people multiple ways, but you're exactly right. That name and that contact information, that's somebody right in your wheelhouse. That's, you know, uh, the demographic you're looking for. So uh, if you follow up with them and that's what, what our advisors started to figure out, stay on top of them. Maybe they attend the next webinar and uh, maybe they see your advertisements somewhere else. And so that's the whole key is just to stay on top of them. So one of the things that I have been following um, is business made simple. You and I have talked about this, but I love Donald Miller. His mm-hmm. podcast and his platform was called Story Brand until the first of this year. Now he has switched it over to business made simple. And one of the things that he has always talked a lot about is running an actual campaign. So whatever kind of marketing that you're doing, not just stopping with like, okay, I'm going to do a webinar, the end, but you have to treat everything like a campaign and gradient has done something similar. And we ran, gosh, I think we ran it. I don't know, four or five months. You probably remember, but we talked about it as the sales funnel and creating that sales funnel and then running your robust campaign is exactly what you should do with webinars. You have to be consistent. You have to put them on your drip email list. You have to invite them to follow you on social media. You have to be consistent and engaged with your follow-up process and inviting to future events. And I think if most people are honest with themselves, they'll look back and say, yeah, I maybe did one or two of those things and I probably didn't do it very consistently. And I certainly didn't run an entire campaign. Exactly. Exactly. You've got to hit them from multiple angles. And the whole key is you're right. I mean, it sounds cliche, but it is all about follow-up process. And I know we talk about processes all the time, but really what you're trying to do is just put a name in the top of your funnel and work them down through the funnel and hopefully eventually convert them over to an actual client. So it's just one more way to get people in the top of your sales funnel. 
Yeah, and to do it consistently the same way each time. So it's not just like willy-nilly, well, this time I think I'll send an email. Maybe next time I'll call them. Maybe this time I'll shoot them a text, you know, but to be really consistent and thorough. So you're doing all of those things and you know whoever comes in, you're giving it all you've got. And most people, amazingly, I mean, that's what the podcast, The Business Made Simple, I think he has statistics on how few people really run a campaign. And that that crosses all industries. That is by no means specific to ours, but how many people fail with their business marketing because just the simplicity of having an organized campaign, just they, they fail to carry that out. So that's something that we can certainly help with. And I... I think the sales funnel then is where we start with that. So I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, with webinars. Webinars do work, but we saw people changing them up a little bit. So let's zero in on maybe how people can do webinars on their own without having to use it like a like a seminar replacement or even use a vendor to do it. Mm hmm. I think uh, one thing to keep in mind is shorter is definitely better. So if you're going to set up a webinar, plan on doing a 20 to 30 minute uh, maximum webinar. It doesn't need to be long like a seminar. So that's one key thing to keep in mind as you're starting to plan these things. Mm-hmm. One shorter, definitely better. I mean, you're not wanting to do an hour long presentation here. People are never going to sit in front of their computer on their own and watch an hour. I would even say, you know, you could probably hit them with a 10 to 15 minute quick topical presentation, but definitely no longer than 20 or 30 minute max. And you don't have to do these even live. Most people recorded them. They made them on demand, you know, available anytime it was convenient for somebody to watch through their website or invited through social media or invited through a drip email campaign and they had a recorded link out there. That was really key to it, kind of changing up and adapting to these webinars, was you know, not trying to do a live event and get people to show up at a certain time, but everybody has time to do a quick 10, 15 minute recording a couple times a month, and then let your automated campaigns run and drive traffic to that. Great idea. Not only that, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be efficient. Like we were saying earlier, when you've got recorded webinars, you can put them across multiple platforms. So you could do a recorded webinar, post it to your website, post it to YouTube, put it out there on LinkedIn. I mean, there's multiple ways you can drive traffic to it. And what's cool is a lot of those ways are free. You don't have mm-hmm. to spend a dollar doing it. So that's a great idea. Well, a lot of our advisors already have a little, you know, five to 15 second quick radio ads or TV or they're hosting podcasts. I bet, you know, many people, if they take a step back and look they're they're probably the wheels start turning and they think, oh, okay, that would have been a platform in which I could have driven traffic to these pre-recorded webinars on certain topics, because that's really it almost I think of it like an infomercial, right? You need a quick little attention grabbing thing and then get them to sit still for 10, 15 minutes on a certain topic where you can really hit them with your calls to action, provide information that allows them to say, okay, yeah, I need to, I need to set up a, a meeting and dive into this a little deeper 
that's how they worked really well. You can do that on your own. Um, but there are, I mean, there are ways to use vendors for that. Um, if you feel like you need to outsource it, which we can talk about, we've got somebody that we want to bring on maybe for part two of this to talk about outsourcing options. So we're going to circle back to that. But for those that feel comfortable and of setting this up themselves, we've got a ton of resources, right? A gradient to help them get started. Oh, ton of resources. We've got, I mean, uh, a good one. If you go out to advisor base camp under the critical communication center, and this would be something that I would need and that I, that I really appreciate. We've got a webinar checklist. It literally breaks it down into like six or seven steps. There's obviously some things in each one of the, under each one of those steps, but you just go right down the list and it walks you right through how to set it up, making sure you don't overlook anything in the process so that you know you're going to have a, uh, a pretty successful event. So it makes it really easy. Yeah. In addition to that checklist. So the checklist to me is more like, what do I need to do to make sure I haven't overlooked something that I need to do in this overall process? But some people want step-by-step instructions specific to Zoom or GoToMeeting or WebEx or whatever platform they're going to be using. We already did all the research for you on that. We already like summarized step-by-step exactly what you need to do for any of those platforms and they're all out there. They're ready. So you can use it. You could say, you know, if you have an assistant that's going to help you just point them out there to base camp, all of that's already out there. It's really good. Really good. And, you know, we can also help. We're a good resource. We've been using some of these platforms uh, as well in our everyday meetings. So if somebody needs help, you know, setting up a, a web or a, uh, an email to go out or a zoom webinar, we can, we can point them in the right direction. So it's really easy. Um, you just got to get out there and try it bottom line. And the content. So we talked about keeping content short, you know, making it specific. There is a ton of content out on Basecamp. You could do right now the Biden tax proposal, which we just did the podcast on last week. Um, you could do an entire presentation if you wanted on the impact of that proposal. We have how stocks have fared in an election year, today's economy, tomorrow's retirement. We've got presentations on Roth IRA conversions and 401k rollovers. There's the eight obstacles to retirement, which are all under the targeted marketing campaigns. When you're never going to be at a loss for content, it's already created. Most of those have landing pages associated with it, social media posts, drip email campaigns. So it literally like we're spoon feeding it. <laughs> you know, here's everything that you need to go run this without having to rely on an outside source, which is where it gets costly. You know, when you say, okay, I need somebody to create content and I need the platform and I need people to invite, you probably have a ton of people to invite that are already in your database. You just need to be proactive. Exactly. There's clients. I mean, inviting existing clients with their friends. Uh, Yeah. All of our advisors, most of them have tons of prospects in their database from past seminars or somebody's name off a radio show. Those are the type of people you want to target with these webinars. They're already, you've already paid to get in front of them in some uh, sort of a way. So start start sending them stuff on your webinars. And I think Mm -hmm. people will be shocked 
it, the response they get to a lot of that stuff. So that's the whole key. And if you uh, want to stay in front of people, this is a great way to do it when you can't do workshops and some of the other traditional marketing programs. Plus with all the content, like you were saying, to me, I mean, it's a no brainer. You mentioned earlier something as easy as like YouTube and probably a lot of our advisors don't feel super comfortable with YouTube. You know, when I hear it, I think of like <laughs> the newest statistic I saw, they did a, a big, I don't know, a, a survey of like 10 year old boys to see what's the number one job you want or what would you want to be when you grow up? And it had changed from a professional athlete to a professional YouTuber. So some people may think YouTube is like young kids and, you know, just doing reality type TV almost on YouTube, but it's super easy just to create a channel. The channel can be a really easy placeholder for videos, even if you're not using it to get followers and really drive traffic to YouTube. I use it just as an easy place to put videos so I can copy the link over. It just syncs right to my website. So there's really easy ways to make it. I mean, you could create something quick on your phone, click a button, it uploads it to YouTube and you copy the link over to an email. It can be that simple. So you just have to keep an open mind about what resources are available to you. And if it's not something you feel comfortable with, call us or, you know, outsource it to Josh or I. Amazingly, even even we can handle that kind of stuff when it comes to technology. <laughs> we're, we're usually going to point you somewhere different, but even even we could handle that. So we're happy to help. Always, always. I've, I've, I mean, I'm right there with a lot of people. I had no idea about any of this stuff, but this year's kind of forced me to dip my toe in the water. And while I'm no expert, I can at least, yeah, I can at least get around and, and get stuff done. So again, that's the whole key, just getting out there and start using it. Yep. And there are experts in this. So if you're feeling like, yeah, I'm ready to really take this to the next level. That's going to be part two of this topic where I told you we would zero or, or excuse me, circle back to outsourcing options. And we have plenty of vendors that do specialize in this. So even if you just need help with a really professional platform and you want to promote it outside of your you know, drip email capabilities or the people that already follow you on social media. If you want to expand beyond that, still having those recorded on demand webinars are what I would recommend, not trying to do it as a live seminar replacement, but you can outsource it and have a vendor help with that. I think most of them are using a software platform called Big Marker. So that is available to individual producers. You don't have to go through a vendor to use it but it is impressive. You can make your recordings look live. You can have somebody on the back end engaging and interacting with participants as they are asking questions. You can make it look like there's hundreds of people live on your webinar. Um, you can even set up your own like video-based educational course or summit or you know however you wanna promote it, but Big Marker is really impressive. And I wouldn't attempt to be the expert there. I will, I will point you in the right direction for that, but we've got some vendors that are, are experts in that, that could help you. Yes. Really good. And 
you know, what's cool about that too is you can market your business around the clock with those recorded webinars. You think about it. I mean, people work first shift, second shift, third shift. I mean, they're up at different times, looking at different things at all hours. Think how many people you miss because, uh, you know, they just, they, they're on a completely different schedule than a lot of other people. So with this, it gives them the ability to get that content on demand at any time. Like you said, it looks live, it's personal, so it's really good. Yeah, that that is. And you can set it up to where it looks like some are live, some are recorded. So you've got really flexible options in there. That is coming with part two of this. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to have a guest from um, a, a vendor. I don't want to spoil it yet, but I'm going to let him can tell you more about this, but he is going to zero in on all the things that you can do with that, what they can help with. What I would encourage listeners for this episode to do before then is go out to Basecamp. If you already have access to the ConnectSmeet portal, go to Basecamp, go to Critical Communications and look at all of the resources we have out there for the webinar checklist, the um, how-tos, the step-by-step instructions, and Let us know what questions you have. If you feel pretty comfortable with those resources and say, I at least want to start with getting some recordings done on my own and getting those emails out to the people that are already in my database and sending some social media posts out, that's where I would start. If then you say, yep, I want to take that to the next level. I already know I want to fast forward to the outsourcing options. Let us know. We're going to connect you with the appropriate people and be on the lookout for part two of this episode. And as always, you can go to theadvisorarena.com. You can message Josh or I directly from that webpage. Anything I'm forgetting? I think you covered it. You hit the nail on the head right there. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode. As always, if this was helpful, if you like these episodes and want to continue, we would love your help. Go subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate the support. We'll see you next time.